Hi, and thanks for joining us. I'm Erica. I'm Veronica. And this is the Context and Color of the Bible podcast, where we are adding context to those black and white pages of the text so we can fill in some color because it's amazing. Yes. This is season three, yep. episode two, our short summer set. Yep. And we're nice two sisters. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you know about us. I don't need to intro. <laughs> we're, about we're good. Nothing. Yeah. I'm older. Of course. Yes. She's the law abiding yes. <laughs> rule follower. <laughs> law abiding. Like Erica doesn't follow the right. laws. She's the rule follower. Yes. So I'm really throwing her off by not doing an intro. I know. <laughs> Can you handle it, Ronnie? Can you we'll handle try. it? But. Can you um, get us going? <laughs> sorry. Uh, last week, we, two weeks ago. Yes. We talked about, we started a day in the life and my apologies, I did not go very fast. So we got through 10 years of a child's life. <laughs> but. 10 years and 20 minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah, Seriously. But we talked about the different ideas that one thing a child would learn was the different thoughts and ideas of surrounding um, scripture. Surrounding scripture. Thank mm -hmm. you. Veronica, can you tell us what are some of the different thoughts? Where do they come from? Does, is well, that a good question? I think kind of. What I think, let me go with my own personal. You say yeah, Jews. Fine. <laughs> no. Well, here's where I was surprised to learn this. You say Jews. Yeah. And you go, Jewish, there's Jewish people, but that's also their race and their religion. Right. And so therefore, I just went, oh, all Jews thought the same. Oh, right. They believed mm -hmm. the same. Not true. No, what I didn't realize was there's different groups. You kind of want to say denominations. Erica's word is sect, S-E-C-T. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's of, the word we're using, yes. sects. S-E-C-T-S. <laughs> Keep trying, yes. But so, but in that, they have their different beliefs. Beliefs about what? About how to interpret scripture, oh, I guess. okay, yeah. You know, so mm -hmm. what I didn't realize was there's the Pharisees, there's the Sadducees. Dwight Pryor, when I was watching one of his videos, I think he referenced that there was 10 to 12 main groups. I don't know who they all are. He didn't elaborate on that. Bummer. But yeah. he did say there was almost up to 33 different groupings. So I don't know if you take the main ones right. and break them into smaller. Smaller. We get more specific. Right. But so what I always thought is, oh, all the Jews believe the same. Right. And so and they interpret scripture the same way. What I've been finding out through my studies is they don't. Just like in Christianity, mm -hmm. in the Protestant right. church, right? there's different denominations. Right. And so you can put the big label, broad stroke, Jew, Christian, but then when you start getting down into it, well, what do you think about this? Well, how do you interpret scripture right. this way? Right. It starts to change. Right. Like an Episcopalian versus a Lutheran versus a Methodist versus a Baptist. Vers versus a Pentecostal. They right. all have different flavorings. Right. Mm -hmm. In a way. Right. And so what's interesting is we go through scripture in the New Testament. You see Jesus interacting with them. Right. I think the two big groups are who, Air? The Pharisees and the Sadducees. 
So what would a how would a Pharisee be different from a Sadducee? I think because I spoke <laughs> two weeks ago. I think it's your turn. You do much better at asking questions. Trying though. to turn it. That's around part back. of the problem. I'm not a good question asker. You tell me, Veronica. Your Sadducees, Nerka's gonna have to help me with this. Only believe in the first five books of the Old Testament. Right. Therefore, because you don't see resurrection. Right. They don't believe in resurrection. Right. You don't see angels. Right. In the first five books. Right. Am I missing something? No, and they they interpret it very literally. Oh, yes. Yes. Extremely literal. And then your Pharisees then. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, even in your Pharisees, you have different... Right. <laughs> I mean, you groupings. can get more specific in groupings. Right. You have some who were very legalistic. Right, right. And very hardcore. Right. Versus others who mm-hmm. were more, let's make this so... Yeah, yeah. I'm a, trying to think of I the know, right word. Attainable. Right. Not as... They still would follow the commands, but... But the Pharisees were always trying to, okay, help you live it out. Right. More practical. I don't know how else to define what their beliefs. Right. Well, they believed they would be. I guess they believed in all the Old Testament. Yeah, they believed in the entire Old Testament. Yeah. And angels. Yeah. Well, Paul. Yes. The famous apostle Paul was a Pharisee. And remained a Pharisee. And remained a Pharisee. After the road to Damascus experience. Right. He never gave that up. And he used it actually in his defense. (laughs) Which is kind of fun to read that. Right. In front of the Sanhedrin. And so a Pharisee, and you read about Pharisees in Acts 15, being believers. Pharisees would have no problems being believers. They believed in the Messiah Mm -hmm. coming. The kingdom of God was important to them. Um, because there was a resurrection. So if, if there's a resurrection, Veronica, that means in life after death, I will either be rewarded or I will oh, be punished. Yes. And if I want to be rewarded, how I live today matters. So mm-hmm. I need to obey God so I can be rewarded in life after death. Mm-hmm. The Sadducees, because they didn't believe in a resurrection, this is all I had. So I need to live it up today. Mm-hmm. I need to focus on my here and now, my physical. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't really realize how much believing in a resurrection changes the way you live. Interesting. And the way you look at things. Um, so a Pharisee, and many Pharisees did become believers in Jesus, but a Sadducee couldn't. You would have to give up being a Sadducee right. to, become an, a, to become a believer because Jesus was raised from the dead mm-hmm. and you don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. And Jesus claimed there's life after death mm-hmm. and you don't believe in that. And Jesus referenced Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as being alive, as still being alive. So right. as you're reading through the Gospels, look for those. Who's he talking to? Right. How is he? What is he saying? One of my favorite ones is where he's dealing with the Sadducees, and they're like, hey, Jesus, when this woman dies. Matthew 22. Wow, good job, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you know, I love that one, too. Who she's had, the what, seven husbands? Yeah, she got passed on. The first <laughs> no. husband died without kids, so she marries the brother. <laughs> and so the they're asking Jesus, Who's husband? Who's her husband going to be in heaven? Right. If the resurrection's real, Jesus, mm-hmm. then you've got one woman with seven husbands. I mean, you think that they're trying to create this horrible scenario, right, for Jesus? Like, I'll get him with this right. one. I'll trap him. 
And Jesus is so brilliant. What, how does he respond? He, it's so like fun that. because he comes back with, well, since you don't believe in angels, right. I'm just going to throw out angels in there and right. give you, right. well, angels don't get married. So he's not actually making a fact or a statement about marriage or life after death in heaven. He's giving, well, here's your an impossible situation, so I'm going to give you an impossible right. situation. Just like angels don't get married, they yes. won't be married. Yes. But you don't believe in either one, so it really doesn't matter. And right. he throws it in their face like, you are an heir. <laughs> because you don't know the scriptures or the power of God. Like, he is blunt <laughs> with mm-hmm. them. He did not interact with the Sadducees a lot. They didn't like Jesus. Oh, interesting. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. But were the Sadducees part of those who were trying to get rid of him? Yes. At the crucifixion, though? Yes. So in that, yeah. pay attention towards the end of the Gospels. Yeah. That's when they start showing up. Because the Sadducees were a very powerful group. And they were the elite, the wealthy. Um, they were in charge of the temple for the most part. Right. And so they... Jesus, when he went to the temple the week before his death and started teaching on their home turf, Mm -hmm. it was like he brought the battle to them and forced their hand Mm -hmm. in one sense. And is that when you start to see the Pharisees and the Sadducees? That's when, yes, some of the some of the Pharisees. um, Because they're often at odds with each other, too. Yeah, the Pharisees and the Sadducees did not get along. So when you see them teaming up. Right probably not for good right and it's probably not the good pharisees either right because even in that paul uses that to his advantage then doesn't he in acts i don't know which chapter it's the end of acts Mm -hmm. he's on trial Mm -hmm. and he says i'm on trial because i believe in the resurrection of the dead and all the pharisees stand up and they're like acquit him he should go free and all the sadducees are like death 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 (laughs) some that's my translation (laughs) erica's translation right but in that it's kind of a fun it's those details we don't realize right. Right. that there's so much there. Right. And right. so as you read through the Gospels, pay attention. Right. right. Who is Jesus talking to mm-hmm. and what is he saying to them? Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that, and then Jesus, to prove his point in, in that passage in Matthew, Veronica, he, he quotes from the first five books. Oh, yes. To prove his point. Mm-hmm. And he says, I am, you know, mm-hmm. it, and I forget exactly how he says it, but like, I am the God of Abraham, right. the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And he, in, in essence, he says to the Sadducees, you're so literal. Mm-hmm. Literally, God tells you I am the mm-hmm. God of Abraham. But at that point, Abraham's dead. So God should say, I was right. the God of Abraham, but God literally says, I am. Therefore, yep. God is declaring Abraham is still alive. Mm-hmm. And so Jesus, in essence, says to them, you're literal and you're not even taking this literal. Right. Otherwise, you would know there is a resurrection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just, it amazes me how with just a couple words, mm-hmm. Jesus could mm-hmm. get to the heart of the matter and point out using their own scriptures, right. the one they claim to believe in, here's how you're wrong. Right. So that's a, those are fun ones because you go, you can blow over one little word. Yeah. Am or was. Yes. And then maybe you don't understand, why is Jesus saying that? Why did they right. react that way? Right. Because he's pushing buttons. Yes. <laughs> he was not afraid. <laughs> no. Jesus was not PC. Can I no. say that? <laughs> he wasn't. But Don't so we hate have me. the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Right. And there's another main group. The, the Essenes. Essenes? Essenes. I don't know. You're probably right. It's probably Essenes. I've, I don't know. 
Okay. E-S-S. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go with that spelling. Essenes. Essenes. I don't know. But anyways, mm-hmm. they're they're not specifically by name mentioned. No. Mm-mm. But their belief is right. in the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus yep. says at the end of chapter 5, you have heard that it was said, love your neighbor, hate your enemies. Right. Up until this point, everything Jesus has said is actually a Bible verse you can go see and read. Right. In the Old Testament. Right. This verse, love your neighbor, hate your enemies, is actually not... In the Bible. ...written anywhere. Right. But Jesus is taking that belief and that thought out there, and he's changing it, getting to the heart of the matter. Where where do we see that belief then, Veronica? Do you remember where it shows up? You mean in the Essenes? Yeah. Do you remember? Well, I guess where they found it. Oh, was it the Dead Sea Scrolls? Yeah. Yep. Because yeah. they took... They were more of a separatist group yes die hard we want to live pure yeah righteous lives here on earth therefore we need to remove ourselves from this world completely yes so they like take everyone in their family and uh-huh. all their belongings and go out into the desert mm-hmm. because that's clearly the only way right. <laughs> right we can be separate you want to live a holy righteous good life right. don't be around people right oh well, there is some validity to <laughs> that let's be honest i know so they go out into the desert. They're ha- still teaching. Right. And that's what the thought where... Community focused. Yes. You had to share everything. In fact, I think you had to be celibate. Oh. So if your family went out there, the husbands and wife would separate. Okay. Which I can't imagine that's too helpful. many families. <laughs> yeah. But they were popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, they thought the temple was extremely corrupt. The priesthood was corrupt. Yes. It was run by Sadducees. It was corrupt. The temple itself was not, but the priesthood at that point was. And um, so they did everything. They had their own calendar, their own commune. And that was one of the things they wrote for their rules. You had to hate your enemy. So you have Jesus coming along going, I don't agree with this. Right. At least this thought. He didn't completely denounce everything they did. Mm Mm-hmm. But of no, you don't love your en- love your enemy. You don't hate your enemies. You don't hate your enemies. Jesus said you love right. your enemies and you pray for them. Right. So Jesus took it and said, no, that's still not what we do. Right. Some people have wondered if John the Baptist spent some time with the Essenes. Oh. And because of where he lived and how he lived. Yeah. Okay. There's no proof. Right. But it's been thrown out. His Some of his statements are very similar to some of theirs. Okay. And his lifestyle. So those are like the three big groups. Yeah. But actually then, so after the resurrection, Mm -hmm. you now have these Jews who go, oh, the Messiah has come. Right. And died and is resurrected. So we're going to follow after him. So you have some grouping of him, Jesus, and his followers as the Nazarenes. Right. So it wouldn't be completely uncommon in that day to go, oh. I'm a Nazarene. Here's a new group we're right. now identifying. Right. Right. We're still all Jews. We're in this together. But I'm giving you a little bit of a boundary of who I am, what I believe. Right. And therefore, they would all start have their own. Right. Their own group, their own sect. Their own identity in a way right. of, look, the Messiah has come. Right. And we're following him. Right. He's still alive. He's resurrected. Right. This is our rabbi, our teacher, mm-hmm. our master, our king. Mm-hmm. And we're part of his school now. Were his disciples. Right. Yeah. And so it was seen originally 
believers were seen as just another sect of Judaism. Right. They weren't converting from Judaism. No. They weren't. They were still in the temple worshiping, mm-hmm. doing sacrifices. They were still Jewish people. Mm-hmm. You see that in Acts so clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, They're not forsaking everything they've no. had. It's just, oh, here's... Here's the group I belong to right. now. I'm still Jewish, just like the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the Essenes. Mm-hmm. Now here's a new group on the scene, mm-hmm. the Nazarenes. Right. And here's their defining moment <clears throat> right. of what makes right. them... Right. Where they started. The issue, there were numerous issues that started to come because the rest of the Jews don't believe the Messiah has come. Correct. <clears throat> so that would be an issue. But another issue, Veronica, would have been once these Nazarenes start reaching out to the Gentile community, right. that caused a huge rift right. between the Nazarenes and the rest of Judaism. And in four minutes, Erica does not have I am to- not getting into that. <laughs> no. But I think, and I think what we need to realize is you read through Acts, you do see it's Jews. It's Jews all coming mm-hmm. and having and having their eyes revealed of, no, the Messiah did come. Right. That's what did it for Paul. Right. And so it's not a, oh, I'm leaving my Judaism. Right. I'm still Jewish. I'm still doing everything I've right. done prior. Right. But now I know who the Messiah is. And then they can see, oh, after the Messiah comes, they are supposed to be a light to the nations. Right. And to the Gentiles. Right. Right. Which is a whole different feel. Right. For everyone. Right. So I think, do you have anything else? Or we... We could mention the Zealots. Oh, yeah, that's right. I knew there was another group. Yeah. What about the Zealots, Veronica? Do you... To me, I've always... The Zealots weren't necessarily religiously... Yeah. ...different. I think Dwight Pryor said they're more political. Yes. They they're, could be Pharisees. They could. They could kind of pull from... They could be. They could easily be Essenes. And any of the groups. Right. Their motivation, their soul, their binding identity, though, was they were against Rome. They hated <laughs> Rome, yes. They were... The terrorists? Would you call them that? Do you I, think that's a valid... I don't know. It could be colored by our context today of what terrorists do. Mm. That's true. But they were opposed to being in an occupied nation they wanted those who were occupying them out they wanted their country back free and clear of romans and eventually they were going to do whatever it took yes to get them yes which caused great suffering there's not so with that then let's go to the time of rome then when not the time of rome the time of 70 a.d when the temple finally Mm -hmm. is destroyed You kind of lose your Sadducees. They do, because they're so connected to the temple. When the temple's destroyed, they die out. Mm-hmm. And I think partially as punishment for what they did to Jesus, mm-hmm. um, they're destroyed. Mm-hmm. And your Essenes clearly died out. because The Essenes were destroyed by Rome. They hold up in like Masada, Qumran. Which are horrible stories. These, yeah, I'm trying to think of the other one. And they got wiped out. Mm-hmm. And then your zealots are gone because Rome's taken over everything. Oh, yeah. So it's your Pharisees who are the group that remain, and your Nazarenes, clearly. Yes, clearly. here today. Right. But your Pharisees are the ones that who survived. kept everything going. Yep. Even though we don't have a temple anymore. Yes. They are the ones who still yep. said, here's how we can worship. Here's how we can. Yeah. Because yep. their whole life revolved around worship at the temple. Yes. How do we serve God? Yeah. So the Pharisees are the ones who carried the Jews through they're considered the heroes mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. the precursor to the modern rabbis that are around today yes because the Pharisees were stubborn because they fought so hard to keep hold of Judaism 
the Jewish people in one sense survived. Right. And so they're the heroes to the modern Jewish people mm-hmm. for understandable reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have what? Two sects that survive out of the destruction of the temple, the right. Nazarenes and the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. And then sadly they split. Right. Very hard. And that's another topic. Yes. For another day, not this summer, though. Maybe never. (laughs) That would be a long topic. Yes. But thanks for joining us. Yeah. This is the Context and Color of the Bible podcast. We're on our summer schedule. So we'll be back in two weeks. Two weeks? Yep. First Monday in July. How many weeks are in June? I don't know. Four. Four is it just? I don't know. It's going to go four. Hmm. So. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye.